go. Hello and welcome to another Woodshop Podcast with Mike Coffey of Coffee Custom Builds, Daniel Dunlap of Daniel Dunlap Woodworks, and Peter Kapar of Petrie's Workshop. You can find us all as well as the podcast on Instagram and YouTube. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 59 of another Woodshop Podcast where, I don't know, there's, there's some tools, there's a garage, and for some reason, there's a girl. Ah, we got yes. Sarah from <laughs> Girls Garage. Pete brought it. Nice. That was a good one. I like that. That was a good start. Was good. Thanks for joining us. I'm glad to be here. Thanks yes, for having thank me. Thank you so much, Sarah. Yeah, what's up, Sarah? I'm, oh, I, mostly, I'm well, just ready to party. Let's do it. Well, Mike, yeah, let's that's party. what we do here. Yeah, let's par- yeah. my name is Mike, and I like to party. First thing <laughs> nice. I want to say is a big thank you to the Rusty Tool for sponsoring this show. Thank you so much, Rusty. We appreciate you, man. We really uh, thank you for supporting what we're doing here. And uh, we'd appreciate it if you went and gave him some love and checked out his IG page and his website, therustytool.com. He's got all the great tools there. He's got Laguna, Merca. He's got the Surf Prep. He's got Odie's and all, everything that's great. All the good stuff's there. So go check out the Rusty Tool. It's a great retailer. Rusty knows how to provide good customer service. And that is really what I try to spend my money on is customer service. So uh, go check them out. Also, this show is brought to you by our patrons, uh, there's well over a hundred of you and we love you guys so much. So thank you so much for supporting the show. And, uh, if you want any more information on how to become a patron, go to patreon.com forward slash another woodshop podcast. Check you that got out. It. I did it. I did Woo-hoo. it. I didn't screw it up. It took 59 <laughs> episodes. Um, we got some, uh, actually we're recording on a Tuesday this week. Dan is going out of town. So we had to record Big a couple stuff. days early and then. We have Sarah on the show, and we couldn't make the other day work, so we're recording on a Tuesday, which is like the, it's a new record for us recording on a Tuesday. But the good news is for the patrons is you're going to get the show like three days earlier than normal. So if you're not a patron, uh, you get it on Sunday like everyone else. But if you are a patron, you get it a few days early. So uh, we had a lot of benefits over there for the patrons, so go check it out. Uh, I mean, we're really excited to have Sarah on the show. Uh, me yeah. and Dan met Sarah at WorkbenchCon last year, and obviously we knew her before. I don't know if Dan did you. Anyway, he's like, no, matter. I did not know. We who were, she I, was. Dan, I do you recall. even remember? I, I, don't I thought Dan did, and now I feel bad. Dan doesn't now remember bad. anything. From Apparently, I met a bunch of people there, and I don't remember. Uh, so. No, you were not <laughs> alone in that, dude. There were so many people there. So many people. <laughs> yeah, it's. I it was, was like uh, consuming beverages. I mean, of Sarah, I, lo- I love talking to you for those three hours. That was great. I, yeah, I knew you'd remember me. I'm, I'm hard to forget, aren't I? You're like, that's cool. I wasn't, Pete wasn't there. there. Exactly. Definitely wasn't, <laughs> wasn't there. So, where do you know that now. though? See, I already knew that. So, like, that, yeah. I'm think- Can you imagine if I was like, I did meet you. I remember that. And you're like, dude, I wasn't. Yeah, I remember. There. You talked about Poland a lot. It was yeah. weird. Like, I wasn't even Poland there. and goulash. Yeah. <laughs> the hell is goulash? Isn't that like some sort of pasta meal? It's what we it's call great. stews. Okay. It's it's <laughs> wonderful. I'm pretty sure my grandma's my grandma was German. She passed away like ten years ago now. Oh, my grandma used to make a mean goulash. Yeah. And that she but she they used to call it goulash. She used to say, Yeah, anyway. And it's like that's the whole story. But Good I stuff. thought it was a stew. I mean, <laughs> to me it was story. a stew. It was stew. So like that was that's cool. That's like a throwback. Big time stuff. I know. All right. All right. You're like Pete. riveting. That was Pete. amazing. What will we ever do without Interesting. that clip? Interesting. Perfect. For another sure. goulash For podcast. Sure. <laughs> what are you going to no, do? Uh, another goulash. <laughs> what are you going to do? Right. Yada, yada, yada. Okay. So listen, we're really excited Sarah's on the show. We're, I mean, we have some questions from you or for you 
in the questions yeah. section. So I think we kind of just jump into that Let's now, but we don't do that because we're going to do what's on my bench. I was just kidding. <gasps> yeah, I'm going to throw it to Dan. Way ahead of yourself there, Mike. <laughs> I, know. Yeah. I know. Dan, <laughs> since you're going to sing right now, what's on my bench? What's on your bench? Well, let me tell you. Um, so I finished up the floating desk for the basement client. I just need to find time to go install it. it it's pretty nice. I, I made it out of all MDF because I'm paint, I painted it and I, I put on a... a Pretty like uh, uh, what am I looking for? What's the word I'm looking for? Very durable lacquer oh. on the top, so it should be fine. And then then it's got a really nice drawer on it. So anyway, I need to go find time to install that. And then to pass the time, I I made something off the uh, quote unquote honey do list. Nice. And I saw that. Uh, that was cool. Yeah, I thought it was neat. It's something that's been in my head. It's something that we needed. We have this big. L-section couch and it has like, you know, in the corner, it's kind of an awkward space. You don't have a place to put your drinks or stuff. So I made a little table that slides under the couch that fits on a cushion. And I literally, I'm doing that. I can lay there. Yeah. I can lay there and have my drink remote. It's like, it's like amazing. And I made it out of walnut and I did box joints. It was really pretty. I saw, I saw the images of it. I (laughs) was like, dude, I like that a lot, but it's funny because I've been talking about making one for ours to match like that coffee table I made and same kind of deal. Like slide it under, keep it neat. Yeah. Place to put your drink, right? It's because it never feels. Yeah. It's multi-purpose. I'm going to drop another reel tomorrow. That's going to blow people's minds yet again. I'm excited. And right now, right now I hate to, I hate to pull my own chain. My cat wants to get out, apparently. Yeah, she does. <laughs> She's like, get me out of here. What, what is he doing? Look at him. He's going nuts. Like, no, we're done. Get out of here. Uh, I'm currently at the top of Reddit, uh, the woodworking subreddit with that. Whoa, post, so. what? Okay. Dude, Look that's out. awesome. Congrats. Wow. Big time. I don't the woodworking subreddit, not all of Reddit. Does that make me like <laughs> kind of lame? I don't know if I've ever been on Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, it's, it's, it's just another place best to avoid. Dan, what's your handle yeah. on IG? I, <laughs> Me? I don't follow you. What's my handle no, on IG? No, Dan, I, I follow you. Daniel oh. Dunlap. Woodworks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of a big deal over there. You should check. Yeah, I'm out. kind of a big deal. You're kind of a big deal. Almost a big deal. I want to hear. I want to hear what Sarah's up to. Sarah, what you got? Oh, okay. So I was just out of town, so that was kind of weird because it sort of put like a direct pause on a couple of the projects I was doing. Uh, but since I got back. Kind of catching up. That's the first thing. And then I just wrapped uh, a large desk that's going to be really, really cool. I'm so excited to share like the final images of it because it was something I took way longer than it should have. And I think everybody's like. Story of my life. Yes. They were like, are we seriously still talking about this desk? But it, I'm I'm <laughs> giving the plans for this one, right? So I had to make it like perfect because you have to share it, right? Um, so I'm excited about that. I just wrapped that. That's exciting. Uh, I'm about to start another build for uh i'm on the build team for the builders challenges here so that'll be really fun nice uh and then i was doing a logo today for a friend so that's kind of cool that is cool are you doing that on the cnc yeah it's a really neat one yeah duh cool right i've never (laughs) been able to join the builders challenge that always looks so fun and like i always got other obligations that i can't uh ignore it'll be fun it's my first time so it's going to be a fun experience they've got a really cool team so i think it'll be It'll be neat to kind of just do something different. I've always followed it because I think it's a really neat um, idea. It's a really cool, like, community yeah. building, you know. Uh, it's cool. It's a neat. And it's a great, cool. like, exercise to stretch your creative muscle, I think. Definitely. Like. Definitely. Definitely. And I'm excited um, about this year. I don't think it's been announced, so I can't say. But I'm excited about this year's project. I think it's going to be really fun. 
That's cool. I Very know. cool. I'm thinking I'm doing something See? with pecan, so oh. you can't go wrong, right? Pecan, oh, nice. nice. Pecan. I have not worked with pecan. Mm-hmm. I want to work. With I pecan. love pecan. Like the actual nuts, or no? <laughs> is that pie? Oh, does that pie. come in tree pecan form? Pie, obviously. It's I, a baking contest. Oh, yeah, it's okay. Bake. It's That's clearly. A, you're gonna. A you're pie, gonna make duh. a. You're gonna make a builder's pecan. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I was gonna make an epoxy joke. Yo, there you go. Epoxy river table. That would actually be really funny to do like pecan wood with a pecan river. Like that would be kind of dope. Like a little bit. You heard it here first, folks. I feel like that's like original idea 101. Uh, no, uh, I actually make a mean pecan pie. I'll have to make it if y'all ever come to Texas. It's chocolate bourbon pecan pie. I'm listening. Oh, People you had me a bourbon. You had me a chocolate bourbon. Dude. Yeah, they live for it. So you had me a free food. I get like in trouble if I skip <laughs> making it for. Yeah, exactly. No, I love cooking okay. and baking. That and sweet tea. I know. I know. I know. It's made in the shade here. <laughs> I know. I'm very cool, aren't I? I'm showing all of my. You age. are cool. So hip. <laughs> You ready, spaghetti? I said that earlier. I know that was pretty legit. That was like <laughs> that's what I say to my son. That's I was gonna say. That's like I said it out loud. That's like dad statement one hundred and one. I love it. It was super dad statement. <laughs> I, that's what I say it. to my boy every night. I, I used that line on my wife uh, last weekend when we were about to uh, do the thing. And now Dan's going <laughs> camping by himself. I was like, yep. yeah, exactly. I was like, where is this going? This feels like it's not. You going. ready, spaghetti? And she's like, get out. Exactly. She's like, how does that couch sound? That's where you're going. Great. That, it's got a little that table now. the deal, huh, Dunlap? Yeah. Oh, nope. man. What a bummer. <laughs> and then you did this one? Oh, nice. <laughs> Creepy thumb. Uh, or like or romance the, uh, is dead, right? Like, it's, I'm sorry. Yeah. We're past With the this. eyebrows. Aren't you a newlywed, Gosh. too? I am, yeah. Oh, my God. Still figuring Pete it out. Is. That's so cute. Those She's at the bedroom tonight. I'm on a couch. Oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's like a... It's like we need to get past this. Right. Like, yeah, I, I we know. need to move on quick. We're really running down a rabbit hole here, guys. Yeah. Pete, what's on it's your bench? It got weird fast. <laughs> Who's bench? Mine? Pete. Yeah, your bench. You talking to me? You talking to me? Oh, great. <laughs> Sarah! <laughs> hey, Sarah. That is so funny I want you to that. I want you to say, I want you I to say, say Sarah oh, like you Shakira. Shakira, 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 Sarah. <laughs> Can what? You, no? Okay. I don't know. All right. So uh, my week that has been four days since we recorded has actually been pretty <laughs> eventful. Uh, we we had all our inspections done on the house and we actually got all the reports back and everything actually came back pretty good. There's like nothing where like I could be like, hey, take some extra money off. Like Everything's fine. Yeah. Um, they just got to like the, the water heater needs some uh, to be brought up to code because it's a brand new one they installed and they missed something. Uh, the septic just needs to get pumped. So they need to get their out of there literally uh, and yeah literally <laughs> and um and oh we had a radon test it shouldn't guys... be that funny i know it is funny though actually i should have cursed actually mike bleep it bleep it bleep the poop that's a good one that's good i think i think bleeping our our last episode was a big hit that's pretty funny um, yeah are was. you guys familiar with radon is that yeah, a thing I heard about that the country? We huff it here in Nebraska. Yeah. yeah, so apparently New Jersey is like on a nuclear fault line, whatever. Radon's just in the soil <laughs> and it gives people... fault line? <laughs> I don't know, man. Is that a thing? <laughs> no. It, nope. This is not a like nope. tectonic plate or whatever they're called, right? Like, no, that's, but that's it is... That's a big science. I'm pulling that out of my... I don't know if that's a real It is radioactive <laughs> isotopes in the ground yeah. that just naturally occur... Uh, occur... Occur... Occur and uh, it, you know, vents into your house. New and, Jersey. Yeah, New Jersey. For our naturally occurring radon. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> We're full of natural so, resources like radon. The, 
threshold is like no no just radon <laughs> yeah just radon <laughs> the radon flow. state yeah, all, your right, radon you <laughs> all your radon all needs all your radon so the threshold <laughs> is like four your parts one stop radon shop something that's <laughs> no, okay uh, you interrupt me every every episode. It's That's so uh, good. <laughs> the threshold is like we never let him. Finish. Oh, I, Pete, I'm listening. Pete, I'm listening. Me, my part always goes on for like 20 minutes because of this. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. But the threshold is people like expect four it. It's been 59 episodes, whatever, and our house is like 13. Oh wow! So it's way higher. But uh, basically, they just have to install like a vent. There's already a pipe running into the ground, and it has to like ventilate out of the house so it doesn't seep into the house. It pulls it out of the soil. So that's wild. Whatever. Just thought I'd share this crazy thing that's Sounds actually a thing that things. everyone lives I can see why you. I can see why you're anti-Nebraska. I mean, yeah. you want to stay there. I just saw Mike Holmes talking about radon, so I feel like I yeah. I learned new God. things, and I'm maybe I can be part. Is of that it. guy still a, have a TV show? Yeah, dude. I used he's to so watch cool. all of Holmes inspections. He's a cool favorite. dude. Yeah. Holmes on Holmes, baby. He's Holmes really Holmes. cool. He's really nice. I love it. Um, so we passed, everything's good. As long as, uh, the last thing we need to do is the appraisal. Once that comes in and everything's good, we are set for June 1st. I'm looking forward Dude. to it. I literally can't focus on anything because all I'm thinking about is moving into my new shop, which has, I'm, fun fact, one outlet. Oh, oh that's going to be fun. I'm legit super excited for you to move because I, I cannot wait to come out there in the radon filled house yeah. and radon help poisoning. you get your radon shop poisoning. set up. <laughs> I can't believe I've already like I've already promised that I'm going to come to your place. It's not a kidney thing; it's a lung thing. This radon information would have been good about a week ago. Johnson and Johnson vaccine, so you're good. Oh my god! Shut up! Oh my god! Anyways, so that's that. Actually, fun fact: Lee from Regal Street is coming up with his wife, or down. He's in Connecticut. They're going to come join Emma and I about two weeks after closing for a weekend. He's going to help me do all my electrical. And I am cool. I am paying him entirely in CNC. What? F- and stakes. Work for him? I'm, no, I'm paying him with my CNC. Oh, you're giving him your CNC? Yeah, so uh, I'm paying it forward to the community. So I'm going to give him my uh, my Shapeoko, and I'm going to either get the IR2 or the Onefinity. I'm still up in the oh, air. Oh, that's really cool. I like yeah. that. Well, I, I, I've nice. been I've been hounding him about getting a CNC because he, he makes these like quibbage, quidditch, whatever okay. boards. That's a Harry Potter thing, isn't it? I just saw those the other day. They're really cool. Yeah. He drills every hole and he sells like five or ten of like every few weeks. Okay, what is his username? I just saw this. Uh Regal Street. Regal Street. Regal Street, okay. Something shop? It's either wood or work. Regal Street Wood Shop. Okay. Wood shop. Thank I you. was like, I, I, yeah. I'm gonna have to like, he made me I a, just saw it pop shop. up in my feed, and I was like, dude, that's really dope. So I just want you to he know. He made me a badass hat rack not too long ago. Pete, this is my radon risk. I'm down here. Oh. I'm at a very low risk. <laughs> okh okay. So, so just, I'm right here in this. The radon room. app says you're oh, safe. I didn't realize the nuclear fault line stretched that far, but okay. But I, I am confused, like, why this this these two counties are orange, like, just in the middle of the state. Like, that feels like, I mean, so this makes sense because it's like, but that seems. Yeah. Okay. Guys, check check your area. You know yeah, I mean, I don't know. Check we your radon risk. All the time. Be safe. I, Thanks, Mike do Holmes. Yeah, I know. I'm so, gonna yeah, have so to they're tell coming them. down. Get it checked out. So they're right. coming down. That's gonna be super fun. I'm looking forward to it because uh, I never met Lee or Danielle in real life, but uh, we talk in a stoop on the Zoom every Saturday, so that's pretty cool. Oh, that um, is cool. But we, the stoop is so like you're a, inviting random internet strangers yeah. to your new home. It's it's fine. It's 2021. This is how it works now. Oh my god. Oh okay. <laughs> Dan, we never met, and then started a business together, and then true, and then yeah, I met did you. that. Isn't that funny how that goes? <laughs> okay. 
You're like, this got weird fast, yeah. but again, yeah. aren't you glad but it works out? It's a different time. Yeah. Um, and aside from that, I uh, I got a new tool in the shop today. Got my uh, Laguna spindle sander uh, <gasps> landed today. So I'm very Lucky. excited for that. Got to put it together. Um, it came in and I had to go straight to work. So unfortunately, bummer. Do you even have room in your sh- in your current shop? I do. I'm putting the other one underneath my workbench because I'd rather have that nice spindle sander up. So I I like the rigid belt sander, but the the spindle on it wobbles back and forth. No, 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 not in my shop. I need to add a spindle sander. I talked about that not too long ago because I just use like a drill attachment because I just don't, I mean, I just don't have any more square footage in my shop to put another stationary tool, but I'm, I'm going to have to, I've been looking at them because I feel like that would be really handy. I think a drill is more appropriate to churn butter. You're right. (laughs) Churn butter with a spindle sander. Exactly. There we go. There we go. I feel like that would have been a really good April Fool's joke, you know, and like. But you know that there'd always be that person that would comment and like not get the joke, and you're like, "Oh yeah, oh, buddy, yeah. buddy." <laughs> um, and what else did I do? Oh, I I sprayed for uh, like I gotta be honest. Radon? I'll say for right. the first time <laughs> I sprayed properly. No, it was lacquer. Uh, I oh. got Dan's uh, Dan's grandma's super secret lacquer recipe. Um, yes. Yeah, the hell is this? Dan, Why don't I have this super secret uh, lacquer? It's recipe? got it's got chocolate chips in it. It's, oh, it's two parts. <laughs> wipe on lacquer or brush on okay. lacquer and one brush part on lacquer. lacquer thinner oh that's it's like a, that's how you make wipe on poly basically yeah that's how you okay. that's how you make uh spray on lacquer that's it and then you just lacquer. and then you kiss it love and, and lots it, love. of love that's and affection it. yeah and then you throw it in the sprayer <laughs> you so snuggle I have, it too uh, at <laughs> night or what's your deal like is that is that how you oh, get I it will. I, I mean, it you do what you got to do, dude. I feel you. you. Tuck it in. <laughs> no problem. So I sprayed. Uh, I sprayed. I have so many code and phrases I'm in love. already. Mike, you're wrong about spraying. Spraying's the best thing ever. Dan was right. Oh my god, I uh, love spraying. Oh, spraying's spraying way easier. It's like the best. And I didn't realize how good it was going to look hey, on the uh, on walnut because I'm just so used to using like wipe like wipe on oils or polys on. Yeah, it, it just looks so good and it dries so fast. Yeah. it was crazy. Like I would spray it, put the gun away. And then grab the piece and it was dry. Yeah. Like, I've never told you guys this. This is kind of a pet peeve of mine. Finishes don't dry. They cure. So true. I think they're... See, they I cure disagree. so fast. They dry and then there is a curing time. People don't Ooh, know the difference between you. the two. They do dry because if they're dry to the touch, it's dry. Okay. But okay. cure is I'll different. That, 100%. Dunked. <laughs> Boom. I know. Mind blown. I just like dropped she all the information. dropped the mic on me. Ha! Boom. You just got Dunlap. Dunlap. I yeah, think you're Dunlap. right. People do not know that. And that's like an that's an honest to God, like common misconception about finishes or even paint. Yes. Like, Thank you, Sarah. That they don't get that. Yeah. I, dude, I'm with you. It's a pet peeve. I'm with you. I'm with you. Now, actually, I have a question for you guys then. Because it recommends for brush on, it says uh, wait a day before uh, light use. Do you have to do that? Rate when on you spray exposure. It? Yeah. So. That. Yeah, yeah, it'll dry to the touch, but you also you still have to wait because like if you lay it on a surface, yep. it'll like kind of stick or oh, okay. mar a little bit. Yeah, and that's, right, that's the difference between dry and cure. And not only that, like it's more yeah. susceptible to so obviously like scratches and nicks and sticking to other things, but also like mm-hmm. water damage, etc. It's more susceptible during the that time between initial and cure. Good to know. Cuz I was just wondering if the spraying would actually cut down on the time. That was my only I mean other- Thought. It will a little, right? Probably, because you. Pr- still, I mean, overnight. What's overnight? Like, yeah, you're yeah. atomizing it, so it's going to go faster. But the Who's full Adam? cure on that atomizing, adding be... air to it. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh, okay, I was I like, oh, like, I thought you were serious. Like, who's Adam? <laughs> who's Adam? Like the yeah. water lacquer ice. <laughs> the water lacquer ice spray is a hundred hour cure time. 
Oh, so that's actually really but fast. It's, it's it's dry oh. in it's dry in like thirty minutes. What are you but using? It's full cure in one hundred hours. I use target coatings. Oh, I just saw y'all talk about that. That's funny. I just saw that. I'm writing notes. Um, <laughs> well, well, that's all I got. Who's left? Mike. Mike. Mike, yeah, Mike, Mike hasn't went yet. I know, Mike. Yeah, what are you doing? About Mike? Target coatings. Uh, I feel like the whole show is going to be what's on your bench. We're not going to have time for fine. anything else. Oh my gosh, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> we're we're moving quick. No, uh, so last week we recorded on Thursday because I was getting my second shot on Friday, right? Uh, for the COVID vaccine, so I got that shot, and I got that at work. And I was telling everyone earlier that I got I got back from the shot, and my arm was a little sore, and I got to the office. I was working my day job, and. Uh, my wife's like, hey, I'm in the area. Do you need some Tylenol? I said, that'd be great. So she <laughs> dropped off Tylenol and I slammed two of them. And uh, I started to like nod off at work. And I like, I was like, oh, I got to get out of here. I think this this uh, shot's messing me up. So I hopped in my truck and I barely made it home. And I like walked in the door and fell asleep on, on the floor in our living room. And my wife comes home and wakes me up. She's like, Mike, Mike. I'm like, what? What's going on? I was like in a total haze. She gave me Tylenol PMs and knocked me out of my ass. So uh, that was... No, dude, cool. your wife gave you roofies. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Straight, straight up. She wanted to see what would happen. What happened she gave, she gave me floories, yeah. not roofies. <laughs> I was on the ground. That was a good that's, one. That was a good joke. That was a good that's one. That's going so, in uh, show notes. That's so, a good one. Uh, Mike got a second vaccine shot, got roofied by his wife. Nice, nice. So I, um, I've heard that the second shot is harder. So like, I wouldn't have even thought, like, that's funny. Like, I've heard it's much worse. But I, I haven't gotten it, so I don't know. It, it, it was... Um, man, Saturday, I was like, it was rough. So my wife got real sick. Okay. Like she was like shakes and chills and she was knocked out for about 18 hours. I didn't get really messed up that bad. I was just really tired. And, uh, I've been having my, my cousin come in and do be a shop help on the weekends. I've been paying him to come in and help me part time. And Saturday I called him. I was like, dude, I am so tired. Uh, why don't you just not come over today? Yeah. yeah. Like we're not going to get anything done. So I, I did end up going in the shop, but, uh. I was just like slow moving, just kind of doing fun organization stuff, nothing with commissions, but yeah, yeah, that kind of messed up my weekend. And like, we're talking about projects that are taking forever. I've got this coffee table I've been working on for way too long. It's far more complicated than I anticipated it being. That's always how they Um, are, right? I'm going to have that, you know, this one, (laughs) yeah, I mean, this one, I, it's just taking so long. It's far more, what they want for the trim for the top is, uh, it's just a little difficult. So I actually wanted to talk to you about that. Yeah. Um, I noticed you put the frame on and then you're trying to fill in the, the top mm-hmm. afterwards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why? Sarah, I think you know what I'm, where I'm going. It sounds like. Yeah. What? Next time, if there's, if there's a next time, I would recommend like filling that in and then trimming it with your track saw yeah. to get perfect and then put the trim on. That's what no, I would no, do. It has to have a two inch frame around it. It's not, it's, it's overset over it. Because I had to do it on plywood. I'm not put the trim. So I, I've I've got a substrate, right? Yeah. I've got a half inch uh-huh. plywood substrate yeah. underneath the half inch herringbone right. ash. For okay. it to lay on top of the posts, the actual substrate is an inch wider than the herringbone feature. So the trim is a two inch trim mm-hmm. around it with a one inch rabbit that lays over the top of the plywood. So I couldn't do that. Because oh. that's that that's what's causing the, the the why the design is so difficult. The I customer, mean, you could you could set your track yeah. saw to the depth, right depth. and 
But I, I mean, I get where yeah, you're I, going I, with. I could. I don't know how it would yeah. be. I mean, I could. I could glue partially over and then hope I don't get any extra glue over to tear it off. That's true. That's true. I mean, that's I mean, kind of a, that's kind of a struggle, right? I was just trying to like brainstorm ways yeah. to make that job easier for you, it's even just, though it's too late. I've, Those are well, really I've, hard I mean, jobs. I've thought about next one. I've thought about all these things. It's <laughs> yeah. just. It's just like <laughs> next time. So when you, everything's when you down. Add it to your Etsy store, right? Yeah. No. So everything's everything's gonna get attached Friday night. Uh, we're going to get everything attached Friday night, Saturday morning. I'll throw it on the CNC, flatten the whole top and then attach stain and I'll, I'll, I'll spray it Sunday and get it out of here. And I'm building another table for them. I've got a dining table for them and that next table is going to go a lot smoother. So yeah. that was a lot smoother, but, um, I did a similar build uh, where I did like a, a plywood base just last week. And it was like, I had basically four days to make like a table and bench, but it was thankfully out of barnwood. So like the texture expectations different right than like a fully finished piece but it was like the hardest thing yeah. for me because i don't really build rustic often right yeah i don't build herringbone i don't build stuff like this ever no it's, it's fun though anyway but no yeah i'm enjoying it for sure yeah. it's just taking so long it, every every single process on there requires more than i can give it during the week because i only get like two to three hours in the shop on the weekdays okay and i need like a full day for everything i'm doing on there so yeah it's just become a pain in the neck but um soon Soon. Yeah, very soon. You're almost so there. The, You're um, almost there. Yeah, so the um so that'll get done, but um I'm I started looking for um commercial spaces to lease for my shop. So that's gonna be um that's gonna be happening. It's gotta happen like real soon. I'm getting it's getting too hard in my in my shop right now. It's just Dude, that's so awesome though. Time. It's I'm really excited for that to happen. It's a that's huge step. Happen. Yeah, that's so big. I've got, I've got I've got calls all week. It's been really hard finding places for some reason, but luckily the realtor um, we were using for our house. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. I guess they're probably going to that. We were, um, I mean, the plan was to move to Montana and <laughs> now we're not because things are, it doesn't make any sense right now to put coffee custom builds. Like Yet. the momentum is, yeah, we're not, the momentum is just too much right now for the business side of it. And uh, that's it hard. It doesn't make any sense to put that on hold to move which is what we want to do so we're gonna bury our feet in the ground here and i'm gonna double down on what where everything's going right now because it's just too much stuff going on i'm getting way too many inquiries and it's really really good and i can't let that slow down so the commercial work is starting to pick up too i'm getting more inquiries on that and i'm currently booked out through september now so i can't keep i can't when would i move yeah. Like in six months, you know, like when do I, I can't, what do I, okay, I'm not taking any more orders because I'm moving in six months, but like, who knows what's going to happen. It doesn't make any sense. There's a lot of reasons not to do it right now. I think it'd be unwise to move. So you got to just make the best that. decision with what you got, with the information you have. Right. Yeah. So, and then I'm looking for a trailer right now. I actually did a story on that today. I cannot find a trailer. I think a lot of the trailer places are telling me because of, uh, during the COVID pandemic, everyone moved out of California. <laughs> So the they think everyone bought trailers to move out. Are you looking out. for a closed There's, one? Yeah, I need an enclosed one for deliveries. Um, How big? So and then I, think I mean, it, what's that, Dan? I, I think it has to do. I think it also has to do with like everybody wanted to camper. Yeah, as well. Yeah, like, campers were in like crazy shortage, and I think a lot of people like resorted to buying closed-in trailers and trying to convert them into a camper. Yeah, as hmm. well. My dad kind of did yeah, that. So just my theory. It's kind of cool. So, so it's we, a number of things. I can't find, I can't find one right now. It's just a nightmare. So, um, trying to, I need one really bad, like right away. <laughs> but and then I got that, I've got that job with that customer who's 
got that those two slabs that I did for that guy who made that huge resin table I was telling you guys about. Yeah. So he is going with me for the flattening on that, but like there's a bunch of more added work now to it. Uh, he just called me this week. We're doing a bunch of other stuff for him. So I'm running all the I'm running all the work for uh, getting the C channel in there for him. I'm going to be doing all the C channel pockets and then all everything for the uh, base to get attached to. So that's going to be good. But um, that sounds yeah, fun. I've got like just a pilot. That it slab in your stories that you showed that was full of rot. Yes, that's how, another dining are, table. That's a customer for a table I'm building in August. That's gonna that's gonna take a lot of epoxy, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's gonna probably take your about favorite. fifteen liters. God. Oh, I'm yeah, I'm, hi- I'm actually I'm actually hiring. I'm subcontracting Chad out for that at Rescue Woodco. Oh, cool. Oh, good. I'm not good I'm not doing that. <laughs> so he's we're doing trade work because he's got a bunch of slabs that need to be flattened. So I'll flatten those on the CNC, and uh, he's going to be doing the. Uh, is he going to do the work, and you pay for the epoxy type of deal? Uh, nope. Oh wow, awesome trade deal. work. Yeah, we're doing trade. He's taking care <laughs> also, of the epoxy. He's and... he's got a hookup with the epoxy too. So yeah, he's oh, he's sponsored. Nice. So he's oh, that's he's cool. on that. So yeah, yeah. So he's taking care of that. Um, we're just working out with the customer. Well, I've the customer wants clear, Ooh. which, as we all know, all epoxy turns yellow. Uh, so that's so um, hard. I'm, I'm trying. to... I'm trying to get them away from that decision, but uh, if they decide to, well, I recommended like an opaque black. So it's kind of a halfway point, like a smoky black. Yeah. Um, But I'm going to tell them if I told them that if they go with, decide to go with clear that they're going to have to sign consent saying that I'm not responsible for it turning yellow over any amount of time. So um, smart. Anyway, there's there's just a lot of tables in my future right now, which I love doing. They're so fun. So that's great. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, And then, uh, yeah, I guess that's kind of just a lot of like hard decisions this week. It was really hard for me to come to terms with not going to Montana. <laughs> it sucked. Are I you know, still going really to visit? You were saying you were going to get tickets. I don't know if we're going to go. No. I mean, we've I mean, been we talking about it like, between the three of us for, I feel like, the last year. I mean, you've been mm-hmm. that's contemplating so hard. this. And it was a real bummer. Yeah. <laughs> it was a real bummer, but it's the best thing to do. Like it, Like, I really want to be – I mean, so the hope is that – things will continue well enough to where we can be here and then maybe in like a year or two buy a house out have two houses have one out there and then oh yeah that's pretty sweet and then yeah so i mean we're we're in a position right now where we could do that right now uh but when i i recommend buying a land yacht (laughs) yeah (laughs) like a like an old pontiac nice no like what i got like (laughs) a camper oh just have a camper and just go well so my dad's got a bunch of property out there, so we could go out there anytime we want to visit. But I want to own a place so that when I we do retire, we can actually just sell here yeah. and just have value out there. So I really want to do that. But the thing is, like right now, we could do that. We could buy the house, but I'm leaving my day job. I'm going full time here in the next thirty to sixty days, like maximum. Yeah. So oh, I didn't um, know we were saying that out loud yet. <laughs> I actually just realized I probably shouldn't have. <laughs> uh, but anyway. <laughs> But I uh, forgot we were doing the show. I thought it was a pre-show. Um, <laughs> but uh, well, I'll, I'll address that in the post-edit. Uh, but <laughs> anyway, we'll just but clip that anyway, out. yeah. It, oops. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, things are just rapidly changing right now, and it's a lot. I'm trying to get a lot of my ducks in a row, and it's just a lot of that. <laughs> There's a lot. I feel of stuff. like that's everybody like, this right year, now, right? It's just crazy. I don't know. It's always tough. Trying to like, um, trying to get your, your feet solid, right? Yep. It's just tough. I mean, it's, you know, 
two I'm based yeah anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Not gonna be a sob story. But yeah, it's it's tough. It's a lot of stuff going on. I'm trying to go full time and having a having a business and then working for my family business and then And hey, if anyone's uh, in Mike's area within or within a few hours, if you know of anyone selling trailers and there being availability, yeah, hit him up. Yeah. Like there they you may have go. your stories. Like legit, hit him up. You know? Yeah. If someone's selling like a fourteen to, or sixteen foot long enclosed trailer. Two feet wide. Two feet wide. Two foot wide, yeah. It's a, just, just two feet. It's got one. It's just two feet. Yeah, it's got one wheel. It's one of those unit-wheel trailers. Nice. No, it's, uh, everything's perfectly balanced. But yeah, so that's my week. Just kind of getting through things, figuring things out. Um, did you guys want to uh, jump into questions? Yes. Let's do it. No? I think I that's a good idea. I think so, too. This first question is from Andrew with Smith, Bil- Smith Builds. Words hard. Words are hard. Hey guys, Andrew from Smith Builds on Instagram. Uh, got a question regarding organization around a dust collector. I walked in Pete's footsteps and managed to get myself a PSI or Penn State Industries uh, dust collection ex- system, which is crazy powerful and probably older than me. Uh, but my question is, would it be better to put that thing in the corner and then plumb pipe to various machines or just use a single or double hose to connect to various machines? I've got a small shop space, less than half the size of a two-car garage, and I tend to move the machines around on carts. Um, and so I'm just looking for some ideas. The benefits of plumbing uh, to multiple locations from one machine or the benefits of having, say, a longer four-inch flex hose that I can attach across the garage, sort of like how Pete does. And since you guys kind of have a mix of systems, I'm hoping you can give me an idea of what you think might work best. Thanks. Who? Pete. Pete? I mean, he said Pete's name. Sure, why not? I'll answer first. So your setup sounds very similar to mine, and I would say if you have the ceiling height, this is key here. If you have the ceiling height, go hard plumbing. Uh, if you don't have the ceiling height, if you have less than eight feet, or maybe there's like my shop, there's crap ceiling uh, hanging on the ceiling. Um, I think Pete's ceilings are only six feet tall. Mine are <laughs> right? like seven and a half. I can't swing a two by four around. I can touch my ceiling. God. Um, yeah. So Weird flex. I would recommend. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Plus all the radon. What a ne- what, yeah. The what radon. an interesting thing to be excited <laughs> <Hey>. about. <laughs> Current house. We're fine. Thank you okay. very much. Oh, okay. Um, okay. You got 28 the foot next house. Nice. Yeah, lung, lung issues. But what I would recommend is uh, if you can't hard plumb most of your shop, do a single wall or a wall where like maybe a lot of the tools are in one spot or maybe your table saw. Yeah. My table saw is hard plumbed and then everything else is running off of that uh, stretch rockler hose, which I freaking love that thing. That's what I was going to say. Because my ceiling is low, I actually have a piece of conduit that runs through most of my shop on a ceiling and the blue hose is on a hook on a bungee on that. So I actually can drag it across and it hangs over my table saw. It doesn't catch on anything. I don't have to wrap it around corners. It just hangs in the air and I plug it into whatever tool I need. See, so that's I'm working smart. with the low ceilings. That's smart. But if you can plumb at least a part of it, do it. That's what I do. Sarah, what, so what, what would you do if you had a setup? Me? What would you recommend? Yeah. Uh, pretty much the same thing. So I have a dust right dust collector on casters. So it's cool because you can move it from place to place. The only negative is kind of what you're talking about with like wrapping the hose around, but I never thought about suspending it from the ceiling. So I feel like I'm going to look into that. But I also would say now that I have the CNC that at some point I'm either going to have to plumb that separately, just like kind of the table saw. That's sort of something as the shop expands that I'll do separately from everything else. Because the other stuff I'm not using it all day, every day. Like you don't use your planer 12 hours a day, right? Or you don't, you know what I mean? Like those are 
broken into. You're like, speak for yourself. Um, Dan uses his drum sander for 12 hours a day. Well, but so, you know, like there's times when you're like, okay, well, if I need to switch between the stuff, like having that mobile base and having that ability to go from machine to machine with the dust right is so handy. But the hard plumbing is always going to work better. That's on the list. That's on the list. Now toss it to someone. Do what? Do, like be like, oh, Dan. Oh, what okay. About you? So Dan, what, what do you think? <laughs> Well, let me tell Wait, you, just cut Sarah. that out. Let me just tell you. Do you want me to do it again? That was I'm really gonna up your volume 300. percent Did uh, <laughs> did Drew say how big his shop was by chance? Less than a one single stall car uh, garage. He said yeah. a single star. Less than stall? half of a two car garage is what he said. Less than half of a two car yeah, garage. Yeah, that's hard. One and a half car garage. Less, I can't. I can't do the numbers on that. I'm the math guy. Um, I was gonna say I would do like a. Uh, I would. I would. Put the dust collector in a corner, like like you would, baby, and uh, nice. You like well that played. reference? I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> and I would I would do like a hard plumb to two different spots, but use that uh, flex hose that Pete uses. That way, you have like uh, you know options and choices. Smart. Because flexible. if all your machines yeah, are on, idea. if you are if all your machines are on casters, you know, it makes no sense to hard plumb to every location. Just like maybe two locations, maybe even one. Yeah, the flex hose yeah. thing is like a game changer, right? Like that thing is legit. But don't use that, like the rigid flexible hose for hard piping. Use straight pipe. True. Because you lose a lot of CFMs with it. Yeah, I'm sure. Right. That's that's the negative, right? Let's yep. let's hear what Mike has to say. Well, just know, like Pete was saying, that with the flex PVC, the ribbing causes little tiny tornadoes in the ribs and it creates friction and reduces your CFM fast. Like you lose 50% of your CFM over a f- over an eight foot run with a uh, flex hose. So it really quickly loses its power. However, your shop's small, so it doesn't really matter. Right. You could run it across the entire shop and you're not going to lose enough where you're going to have an issue. You inherently through any run are going to see friction build up and lose uh, the CFMs. Your shop if you can get one main run, like Dan, I think everyone said, mon- one like main run to like the center of your shop, so you have to where you can absolutely reduce the amount of flex PVC you're going to use. Do that. However, I don't know how many tools you got. So I mean, when I think of my shop, I'm like, oh man, I got like twelve things I've got to plumb. But you might not have that many tools. So if you've got like a table saw and a planer and like maybe one or two other tools, I would just do flex pvc for the shop as much as you could yeah and just move your stuff around because and he said he's got all his tools on carts and carts. stuff and he moves things yeah. around so i don't know that it matters like you're not needing to optimize anything because there's just it's just the situation's not optimal so and i would carts. say save yourself the money because yeah. that plumbing ain't cheap like right. the pvc oh. the schedule 35 is that like is hundreds so and hundreds of dollars <clears throat> i mean yeah. it's insane so if you're just like going straight from your your intake right to a tool and it's like eight feet with flex PVC, who cares? Yeah. Just do it. <clears throat> Just get your shop running quick. So that's my thought on that. Agree. Um, per- they said the perfect answer didn't exist. The perfect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this next question is from Brendan Morrison with uh, Morrison and Sons, I believe. Brendan's a good dude. Hey, guys. Brendan here from Morrison and Son Woodworking. Question for you this week about outdoor projects and wood species selection for said outdoor projects. Um, I have somebody looking for me to build them an outdoor table and benches um, and was going to use thermally modified ash, um, but have heard that it might be a little bit too brittle for that uh, due to the 
baking process, but not sure if that is still a good choice or if you guys would go with more of a mahogany or cedar um, and or maybe even white oak question mark. I've heard that that might be good for outdoor projects and you just have to seal it properly. Um, but yeah, just let me know what you guys would go to for wood species on outdoor projects. Thanks. Love the pod. Keep it up. Dan, I'm going to throw to you first. Well, the thermally modified ash and or pine, uh, it's kind of a give and take. Uh, it, it is super brittle because of the baking process, but it also, because of the baking process, it is great for outdoor projects. It's not susceptible or prone to uh, uh, rot like a lot of other woods are because all the, all the uh, I want to say all the organics are baked out of it. So... I don't think it would be a terrible option to build outdoor furniture. However, if you wanted to use something else, I would totally use cedar because it's it's priced sort of reasonably still. Yeah. Or white oak. White oak is great for outdoor projects. That stuff will last for years and years if sealed properly. However, you can say that about just about any wood. If it's sealed properly, it's going to last for years and years. But white oak is really good. And... uh I would go with I would go with white oak or cedar. That those are my two top options for outdoor projects. What do you think, Sarah? So I totally agree. I mean, like basically word for word for what you said is kind of my thought process. A cedar is easy to get your hands on. It's you know pretty pretty reasonably priced. Um, Naturally rot resistant. Yeah, I, I haven't worked as much with the like thermo thermo ash stuff. I haven't worked much with that. Um, I've only built with ash a few times. It's just not really one I tend to go for. I do like it though. So I can't speak to that as much. Um, but you know, cedar, uh, teak is one that's kind of cool for outdoor stuff, but it's price, oh, yes. pricey, right? Um, Super pricey. But I also, I think your statement about basically anything you do, as long as you finish it well and and do a really good job finishing it, especially with like the end grain where it can rot really quick if it's not sealed properly. Um, and then also, you know, whoever's purchasing this, right, making sure they understand to watch for the signs if something does deteriorate. I think that's really the key to it. I mean, finish is a great thing. It's not foolproof, but it's it's pretty close. I mean, over time, Mother Nature is going to win. Exactly. It doesn't 100%. matter what you build it out. Yeah. No matter what you build it out. Of. Exactly. And it's just going to take a little maintenance over the years. Yeah. As long oh, as they styrofoam. understand it, I think you're in a good spot. <laughs> you, right, exactly. I mean, plastic. It, Mother Nature wins after about 10,000 years. Yeah, basically. Not my problem. Yeah, true, true that. I've got a project <laughs> That's coming for up tomorrow, that I'm doing, Mike, to deal with. Yeah, that I'm doing out of cedar for that reason, just because it's so easy. It's just, it's just an easy wood to work with. I mean, it smells good to mill, too. Yeah. So win. Fantastic. Pete, what do you think? Well, um, just to be a little difficult, <laughs> I'm going to say you, you can use... I don't want to say any wood, but you can use a lot of different woods. Hardwoods you're probably better off with, but I mean, how many freaking picnic tables have we seen that last longer than they should that are just made out of pine or some whatever random wood or ash or whatever they could find in, you know, locally yeah. cheap. Um, this stuff can last even without protection. Obviously it's going to deteriorate. It's going to look bad, but if you seal it, if you treat it, treat it right, it can last a long time. Um, those, I, those swing seats are the planks that I uh, did a while back. Uh, they were cherry. That's what they wanted. And, you know, halcyon on there and just hope for the best, right? Just know that it's going to. But the thing is, the ones that were there before were just untreated, 
Now it's gray wood. I don't know what wood. Radon, radon, radon wood. Yeah, radon. Nice. Planes. Well played. Well played. Bird's eye radon. Yeah, there. You, oh, nice, nice, nice and curly radon. Good one, Pete. Good, good one. There you go. But like you know, not not the to ray like, flecking in the bird's eye radon is. Oh yeah, very nice. Yeah. Very the nice. green glow yeah. of the of the, the isotopes is, is quarterson radon. Ooh, quarterson radon. <laughs> Ben just keeps writing like show titles. Nice. There. But if if you protect it, if you if the client if you tell the client, look, listen, you're gonna have to keep up with this. You'll yeah. might want to pressure wash it or sand it or whatever. Maybe hit it with a Thompson's water seal or whatever. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, you're like anything is even. fine, right? Like at that point. It's outdoor. If you want a wooden piece of furniture outdoors, I mean, even teak is going to yeah. just start falling apart on you after a few years. So you got to treat it either way. Mother nature so, always wins. Mother nature 100%, always wins. 100%. Uh, Mike, did you go yet? Mike? Mm-mm. I keep getting I actually lost. Didn't, Sorry. I didn't actually know that white oak was naturally resistant. I, I didn't either. Oh, I yeah, thought the true. pores would be bad. Yeah, I agree. So it, it is naturally resistant. But... um. I mean, I like mahogany for exterior. Yeah. Uh, that's ridiculous to make a bench out of, though, for that. But mahogany. I wouldn't use the Cambrian wood, any of that thermally treated stuff, just because uh, for a bench. This is a picnic table, right? That's what he said? He said a table. Say? Outdoor table. A table. Well, anyway, the tabletop, I think you're going to be fine because it's not going to get a lot of weight on there, so it doesn't need any flex. But, like, that stuff is brittle. And, it, and honestly, like, those splinters from that wood really suck like if you get that splinter in you from that side oh, i didn't like, think I, of that yeah the splinters like they hurt really bad from that heat treated wood so um put like seven coats of epoxy on it you'll be fine yeah that's yeah a good like we <laughs> fine with anything <laughs> but, but like um yeah but another thing people don't think about is like good exterior doors are made of dug fur yeah and there's a reason that the that the construction grade lumber actually does last so long on pine that's dug fur i mean the dug fur is a really good exterior wood so the most important thing is that you get a finish that has UV inhibitors on it. That's really the most important True. thing. You need something because what destroys the wood and the finish is UV. So you get a UV mm-hmm. inhibitor and you're pretty golden. So get something in there that you can trust, a product you know. Adler's I mean, another one that I don't feel like, right? Adler's another one that like What's is that? used indoors a lot. That's probably a good Alder? one. Alder? That's Alder? what I meant. I, what did I say? Adler? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Adler? I'm too tired. Alder. 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 Alder, sorry. I, got I don't it. think Alder would do good outside, but I really like Alder. I think it's a, I, I actually like working with it. It's kind of like the, they call it like the poor man's cherry. Yeah, it's beautiful. But I feel like I I've seen a lot of wonderful. doors out of it. I've yeah. never, I have never done much with, I mean, I've done a small, a few small things, but other, nothing ever too exciting. Yeah. I'm going to look into that because I feel like I've seen doors with it. Yeah. I, I mean, they do a lot of cabinetry with it for sure. Oh, like true. Cabinetry gets used for yeah. a lot. So, but yeah, I mean, really the finish is going to go a long way. And really, if you found some old growth fur, which, you know, that's going to be outrageous. Especially old expensive. growth, like nice tight grain, real heavy but stuff. Like, uh, Super good. I mean, realistically, dug fur from the from the construction store is going to last pretty well because it's it does good for exterior. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, and then Fair point. We had, before we jump into uh, the giveaway, we had a question in the pre-show for Sarah. And it was, what was the most outrageous or I don't know what the word was, but misogynistic misogynistic thing she's ever or statement yeah that you've gotten from the from the general smooth brain public and that was from scott from daddy yourself diy okay so i as we were talking about it in the pre-show i went and screen capped this conversation because it was like the most wildly ridiculous like i've gotten i've got a lot of weird ones like on the rare occasion i have like paint on my nails there's always somebody who's like nice painted nails and you're like really like i mean (laughs) 
Like, it's just a weird so, comment, right? Like, that happens. And some people, like, will respond to those. And I'm just like, I'm going to let y'all figure this out. I'm staying out. I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I don't get it. It's whatever. And then I'll get, like, the go back in the kitchen or, you know, that stupid stuff, right? It's like, oh, wow. Like I said earlier, how original. But this was a video that I had posted on TikTok. I was basically drilling into brick with a hammer drill, right? So nothing exciting. It wasn't, there was no, like, off application use, whatever. There was no reason for the comment. And this guy says, a woman with power tools, truly funny. And I was like, excuse me? But he also spelt a lot of things wrong, which I feel like being kind of petty. I'm not shocked. I I wanted to go there, but I was like, Sarah, don't do that because it's not mature, right? But I was like, uh, so I responded, not as funny as your naivety and not realizing a woman is more than capable of using power tools. Also, I did say the grammar thing. Also, it's spelled truly no E. (laughs) I totally did do that. And then, yeah. And so this one, I I thought his response was like really cool. He was like, silly woman, tools are for men, go make a sandwich. And I was like. Unbelievable. I was like, and so I didn't even know what to say. I was like, this is so ridiculous. Like what a loser, right? You got to love the internet. I mean, I know it's so funny. Like I can't imagine having the free time to like just pursue people just to be ugly. Who's got the time? That's what I want to (laughs) know. Like, what are you doing in your free time that this is exciting for you? And then I was like, you're mighty concerned about a woman using power tools. Seems to me that's a personal problem. Because like at this point, I'm using it now. I'm like, hey, this is engagement on TikTok. It's not a big platform for me. Oh, yeah. Let's keep, just, we're just going to keep going. This this guy is hilarious. And then um, and then he, somebody else cops, pops in and I said, uh, I'll just be over here woodworking, renovating our home and reviewing power tools all while being a wife and mom. Like basically like, you know what I'm talking about. We're going to do a hand gesture. And then I said, uh, also. <laughs> that was a very polite suck it. I know. Also, <laughs> on the sandwich note, I'm not hungry. After all, I only have an appetite for destroying gender roles. Like, I felt like that was a burn. Oh, Boom, right? very nice. And then, and then this was, like, really stupid. He was like, silly woman thought the sandwich was for her. And I was like, oh, my God. Wow. Like, seriously, you and the sandwich thing. Like, do you not have, like, a deli close by? Do you not know how to make your own sandwich? Like, and then other people started talking to him and i just didn't say anything else i was just like you probably can't get his greasy butt off the couch to go make yeah so oh i so i i responded later i just saw it uh lord have mercy it's like chauvinist is the only language you speak i couldn't even believe it i was like this is so (laughs) i mean it was funny though right like that you couldn't even get mad about it because it was so ridiculous and so outlandish you literally have to laugh and you can't let it get no you literally just have to i i I think it's hurtful in the sense like when people like i think as a woman in general, like it's a man's world in this in the woodworking community a lot, right? I mean, to be fair, it's, until this point recently, uh, it's it's, oh, yeah. it's just men outnumber women, right? Um, but I also well, that's fair. What sheer numbers by sheer numbers? Like if you're just looking at statistics. But I also think the people that are open minded and that just see the like it's just a skill, and if somebody's into it, they should do whatever they want and whatever. Um, I think there's a lot of respect for that too, right? Uh, but I do feel like there's a point where you're like working a little harder to convince people that you're serious and that you're not like a bozo and, you know. Which is unfortunate. Which sucks. It's super unfortunate yeah. because just talking to you for five minutes, you'll know that oh, yeah. you know your stuff. Yeah. yeah. And like, I, yeah, we all have like things that we're the best at, right? Or like not as good at, but we're also like, to be fair, like it's hard. And, and, but I appreciate and to be perfectly that. fair, we, we tried to get a girl to be one of the hosts that, 
best we could do is Dan without a beard. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, it's almost the same thing, right? It's like almost as good. I feel like that would have been like, I mean, I, 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 I don't know. I feel like that would have been good. But anytime, Dan, you don't want to come, Dan is I'm happy breaking to gender rules. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Breaking gender rules. I'll send you some of my mascara and we can really see how far we can go with this. I'm just kidding. Fantastic. We're, we're very happy. Can I get some good foundation? Yeah. You're like, this got really weird. This isn't funny, Sarah. Please stop with the ridiculous. Oddly, <laughs> oddly enough, we're, he's going to put on the mascara when we go to ethnic oh, which is totally. In full circle on the sandwiches totally. thing. So. Yeah. I mean, you might as well just <laughs> really make sandwiches it next week. Can I get extra toppings? Can't, like seriously. Can't. <laughs> make sure you do the eyeliner tricks. I'll teach you some of those and you're good to do go. the cat eyes. Please do. Yeah. Well, I don't I don't Look do cat eyes. I'm not that cool. Tomorrow when I do my IG live and and butter making, you should join me and we'll do butter making and, and mascara applying. I yes, got let's you. Do it. I got you. Daniel Dunlap Woodworks and Dairy Products. Not- <laughs> I actually feel like you could totally do three D's and two W's and, and like we'd all think it was kind of cool. No? Ooh, I like this. Daniel Dunlap Dairy Woodworks. I mean, <laughs> I feel like we should talk about how weird this, like people that if they didn't watch the pre-show aren't going to understand any of this reference, but. No, that's most we, of We do this show. all the time. That's, that's why you have to listen to the pre-show. Agreed, agreed. That's half the fun here. I, I like it. Yeah, we tease them like there's this at every least week. one person out there that doesn't like our inside jokes and our constant giggling. Oh man, yep. just leave it at that. That's yep, hard. We've, we have Who written proof. Cares. I mean, you're <laughs> never gonna win <laughs> them all, right? Like the internet is, no. is a crazy place. <laughs> That's okay. They also hate um, for the gram podcast. They said the same thing. Oh, <laughs> oh I forgot about that. It's. It's someone named RJ, RJ Hammy that just left a one star review. I still review. need to make the T-shirt. It's probably it like, like <laughs> it's probably Meh. some dude that's like I like I always find it amazing. It's always the people that aren't like that criticize you. That like if you went to their profile and checked it out, they've never built a thing, never posted about it. Like you're like not oh, yeah. to be rude. That it was Matt Cremona. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> joked that it was Matt Cremona going around dumping on other podcasts. He's awesome. Like the nicest. He's, guy. I know he's like the nicest human being ever, and he's like literally. I don't even know what you're talking about. Like that's horrible. It's either him or Bob Claggett. Claggett. Oh, let's, not, let's not get into Claggett again. But it is true though, right? Like it's always the people that have so much to say that you're like, well, have you ever even picked up a saw? Like not to be rude. No, but they don't know what yeah, they're yeah. talking about at all. Yeah, man, do you learn that it's, quick? It's a. It's, oh yeah, it's a office chair. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. People it must be I could nice. pull up. I could probably pull up like a dozen comments right now on on Reddit from my post of of people saying stuff that makes no sense, and they That's clearly right. have no idea what they're talking about. I left a good one on there for you. I'm gonna go find Thank it, you. and I'm just gonna make sure to leave some really crummy feedback. It's the uh, it's at the top of our woodwork. Do you know what I'm gonna say? I'm gonna say so something about butter. And you're going to be like, I know that's Sarah. <laughs> you know what? You should really stop building with wood and just go make some butter. Okay? Go make some butter. <laughs> Dang it. This is, the, this is the comment I pinned on my post from yesterday. And it's not misogynistic, obviously, but it's just, go to hell, MDF, with all of this shit's tools. Of course you can do everything of this effing shit's protects. And oh, then, yeah. so yes. you're like, what? English 100. Legit, like trying to see what his local emergency <laughs> line is to get him help. Because that's yeah. kind of <laughs> <an> issue. <laughs> I do think that stuff's funny too, because sometimes the people will say that. I think that's like that. the show title. And you're like, uh. <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> the whole thing. The whole, yeah. whole thing. <laughs> I feel like that would be pretty with good. Sarah Listy. Go to hell, MDF. <laughs> <with> all- <laughs> I feel like it's so wild though, right? Because like, can you imagine in your life? Like I've never gone and trolled somebody. Like personally, me is like, I've never even thought of it. I just it. trolled Dan and Pete. Well, obviously, like your friends is different. That's different. But like to, to have like the, the free time to just, and then you're like, did you not proofread this before you posted it? Like what the hell? <laughs> 
Here's the thing. I think what we we're very lucky because we're busy. We right. have things going on. True. We have passions. True. There's people that just have not their lives are in life. so sad yeah. that to take time to rag on someone is probably like a highlight of their hour. No, like, that's, that's so all. I'm just going to draw this place. Like so sad. God, I'm sorry. That makes you like want to cry a little because you're just like, what a sad like, life you know, that is. I used to take it very yeah. personally, and then I'm like, wow, they took the time to write all that. I know, right? No, I just I, I just do like Sarah said earlier. I, I keep it going. I mean, for the engagement. I had I had <laughs> just somebody once me. who like to, kind of told me that tip. There was a it was a safety thing like a couple years ago. So and I mean it was kind of like I saw where people were coming from, but you know this is a hard part of Instagram in general, right? Like you're it's an angle. So sometimes like even though you're toasting a photo, it doesn't always tell the whole story. And so sometimes you're kind of like, okay, well, don't, let's not, like, I see what you're saying, but, like, also, no. that was, You know, that wasn't the reality of it, right? And those are always really hard because you can try to convince people that, no, I did it that way. And you're like, you just didn't see it. It was just taken from the side or it's taken from the front and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, y'all have to have seen this, right? Y'all had that happen, I surely. Just okay. stop trying to explain myself to anyone right it's not worth my it's just not even worth anyone's time like yeah yeah i get what you're saying 100 like every once in a while like i see that stuff and i'm like if i genuinely feel like they're saying something either out of concern i don't mind criticism i mean stuff like earlier you're just like okay um whatever dude yeah i think (laughs) if somebody comes to you with like legit either concern or criticism that like you feel like if they're really interested in what they're doing and they're concerned I feel like there's a responsibility to it, right? Like I want to tell them why it was safer yeah. than they thought or perceived. You They're know? taking the time to actually explain like, yeah. hey, you should have done it this way or how come you're not yeah. wearing PPE or whatever. Right. Like, There's like a okay, difference. You're not always being a jerk. Right. Yeah, and and I also think too, sometimes I, I like, you know, it's, it's uh, you guys probably get this. Like you don't want to be inauthentic and sometimes you're like, real life sometimes gets in the way and, and maybe you just answered a phone call or something and so you didn't have one earbud in, right? Well, if the photo is taken from that side, it looks like you weren't using your earbuds all day or whatever, right? Like, so stuff like that happens where I'm like, I mean, be fair. Like it was, you know, and if, I, and it's, you can't second guess everything you say and do. Like, it's not authentic that way. And like, if you're a real human being, like nobody's coming behind me making sure, you know, does that make sense? Yep. I don't know. Maybe no, it does. It makes perfect sense. It does. Like, I'm like, I'm really safe about this stuff. I want to have hearing, but let's also, or I want to have, be able to see tomorrow, but like, be cool, man. Be cool. It's can, really hard for people to be cool. I know. I know we're 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 trying to go into we're, the uh, the question. Can but, confirm or into the um, the giveaway, giveaway. But I actually want to ask a question that's kind of on the same subject. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just like for sure. Sorry, I kind of want to. I want you to talk about your your Instagram strategy because not only do you take the time to actually write out a, a fairly detailed story of some kind in every post, but I scrolled pretty far. You are every post. You are every single post. Yeah. And that's why it's even more like you're, you're, you know, showing yourself off doing the thing and not just the thing being done. So there's more way, there's more opportunities for people to see a flaw too. So yeah. can you talk about like the strategy behind that or what your thought behind it is? Or, I mean, you obviously are the brand. It's you. Uh, but obviously that was a conscious choice, right? You know, in the beginning, I didn't do it that way. If you go way, way back, um, like to the very beginning of the page, it wasn't, I wasn't as in as many shots. And then I realized I started getting, like, I was, so let me, let me backtrack that. So, A, the story part, right? Like for captions. So, I feel like I want to give people the information to know the context and where I was at, what I was thinking, what I was, 
you know, whatever. And I'm a, I'm a storyteller. You guys can tell that. I, I talk a lot. I love to tell stories. I love to, you know, explain things. And I'm very thorough and I'm a very detail-oriented person. Um, and I'm also very analytical. So sometimes I'm like, if I were seeing this photo, what questions would I have? So I always try to address all that stuff, right? So that's part of it. And I just feel like the story behind every build, the story behind the photo, whether it was a moment of joy or whether it was a frustration or whatever, um, you know, I feel like it's important to capture that. You know, I... I don't know. I think that's just, it's just part of the story, right? So, and I think every build has a story. So I don't know if that makes sense, but like in my mind it does. Yeah. Um, as far as me being in the shots. So the hardest thing, I think this kind of plays off a little bit of, um, you know, maybe the differences between strategies and what works for one type of creator and what works for another. Um, it just came down to personal, like, I think accountability for it, I guess. I wanted people to realize it was me doing it, right? It was me doing it. Like, because you get those people every once in a while that are like, oh, whatever, it must be nice. Oh, her husband's doing it. Yeah. And I think that, so that's how it started. And then it just became a natural thing that I just would put my phone on and record what I was doing. And so I have so much content saved in my phone for those kind of days, for like that kind of stuff. But you also notice that, like, of the, I don't know, 900 posts or something I've made or 800 posts. Uh, on my profile, there's probably like three where I'm looking at the phone. Does that make sense? Or I'm looking at the camera. Like, it's not like I'm posting selfies or personal shots. It's more like it's just whatever I'm doing. And the hard part is bad angles are very unforgiving that way. And so, yeah, you you do open (laughs) yourself up to more criticism, not just what you're working on, which is what I feel like the only thing people should notice. But there's other aspects that go with that that can be negative. But I feel like the overwhelming part of it is, is generally positive. I think it's it's part of that story. I don't know if yeah. that makes sense, but no, it does. And yeah, it's, it's it very obvious that you, like you mentioned the whole, like, Oh, the husband's doing it. Like it's obvious you're doing all this. I would hope so. Like my husband, there's no fabulous. two boys garage. Yeah. My husband's a fabulous human <laughs> being, but, uh, it's kind of cool. Cause people are fascinated by that. I get a lot of questions about my husband, which I think is super weird. Cause he's not really on my page. That is weird. It is weird. Like, do people ask about your wives? Yeah. What's he making for dinner? Huh? Uh, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, he's he's not <laughs> making dinner. And like, that's the thing. Like, I, I also feel like this is like a hard thing because so I get questions about my husband, which I think is weird. And because I don't see people it's comment. It's just another. It's a woman another, thing, uh, right? Another chauvinistic thing. It's weird. Yeah, it's and I'm misogyny like. Misogyny thing. I'm like, yeah, he like, he's so proud of what I do. He thinks it's amazing. He's super supportive. But I mean, he's works in finance. Like, he doesn't have anything to do with it. And he doesn't. I mean, it's not. I was raised around it. So it's a different. And it was something I love. It's not something he loves. And that's okay. Like, I don't need him. Like, I don't know. It's like, we're, we're polar opposites. We're yin and yang. And he doesn't validate your, what you're doing or your tool. Right. It's a a weird concept. Like, I'm like, do all partners do the same things or something? Like, it's so strange that that's even like a concern. Um, and you know, it's funny is that trade shows, I get the, I'd never marry me. I know. Well, that's what I say. I'm like, can you imagine if I was married <laughs> to somebody like myself? Oh my God. It wouldn't last long. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah. I get asked, uh, whenever we go to trade shows. So like workbench con, not as much. Right. But like, if you go to some shows, I'll go to, you know, booth to booth, to talk to some of the tool manufacturers, et cetera. It's really fun. Um, but there's, you going to AWFS? Uh, I want to. In Vegas? I want to. I want I to. I got my tickets. Uh, I need to, I need to look into that. I'm going to write that down. Uh, so I'm going to try to do Stafta and I really want to do National Hardware Show this year too. I want to go to Stafta. Oh, Stafta's really fun. I'll, I'll send you, it's a really cool show. Where's Stafta at? I think it's in Orlando this year. Mm. Okay. Uh, Florida, hard pass. I don't need to get murdered by some guy wearing an alligator hat. Oh my God. Stop. Hey, but you'll make the news. <laughs> stop. <laughs> Stop. Mike from Coffee Customs. When is, when is, when is, uh, when is Stafta? I want to say it's November. 
I think it's around Thanksgiving. Ooh, I'll look I it up. I'll look it up. Mm. Let's go. Oh, I can't do so it. It's BlizzCon. Be... I got to go to BlizzCon first. So I get asked though, <laughs> and it's like the, it's so I like I think the first few times it kind of threw me for a loop, and now I'm so used to it that I just find a way to laugh it off. And I mean, it's God knows I deal with shish kebabs every day, so like let's be real. Wow, how original. Um, how does your husband feel about it? Like, so why does he really? Like, what do you mean, has he? Like, do they think you emasculate? I think so. And I'm like, it's so strange because, like, here's the deal. Like, the irony is I cook and bake every day. I love doing it. It's not that he makes me do it or, like, you know what I mean? Like, he's he works and he's always been very successful. So I'm very lucky. That certainly has helped me be able to pursue my dreams. And I'm very grateful for that. But, like, we are – our worlds are separate. Like, it's just so strange that, that, like, just because I'm a woman, people assume they're together. I don't know. It's so strange to me. Um, but they, I think there's that, that, that culture of, okay, so if you're working, if you're a woman in a man's industry, you also must not have femininity. You must not be feminine. You must not be nurturing or, you know what I mean? So it's odd. Dan, it's, he's super feminine. I know, right? Yeah. Like, obviously. <laughs> so it's weird to have that. Like, I think that's a weird double standard I wouldn't have thought about. Right. Yeah, like, it's it's yeah. it's all projecting and it's sad. It's strange though. I'm like, wh- that's that would not have crossed my mind because it's like, okay, so if somebody runs, you don't assume they don't eat pizza, right? Like, isn't it kind of the same thing? <laughs> I just know they don't. They like doing things that aren't fun. That's well, what I know about. <laughs> so okay, maybe that's a bad example. <laughs> but if you see somebody, I don't, anyway, you know, you get where I'm coming from. It's just yeah, a weird, I, I totally get what weird. you're saying. Yeah, it's, it, weird. it's a projection of self. Like when they're yeah. when they. Uh, when they when they say things like that, it's it shows who they are and how they think and their outlook on things. And it's really nice of them to let you know that you're never going to want to have to be friends with them. Well, and I, I so true. So. I'm like, let's get this <laughs> out of the way first of all. Like, I wouldn't yeah, be we, hanging out with I, you. Thank you for not wasting any of my yeah. time. Yeah. I it's know like people I hate that wear a mask on their chin. On. It's so easy. I know. Uh, yeah, oh, I don't have to talk God. to you ever again. Oh my God. Well, and it's funny because like you get the the person like, oh, I'd never let my wife do that. And I'm like, well, first of all. It wouldn't be an issue because I would never what? be your wife. So like it's a not it's a moot point. <laughs> oh. Ugh. Dan, let's Ugh. give away some stuff. Do it. Yes, I want to give away some stuff. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, we are going to give away stuff. We already gave away stuff. Uh last week we were giving away, thanks to Macbeth Hardwood, some Amana bits, a chamfer, and a roundover bit by Amana, thanks to Macbeth Hardwood. And that winner is Adam Knapp. Congratulations, Adam. You're getting Woo! some new bits. Congrats, dude. Woo! Two bits, one yeah, giveaway. It's going to be a good one. <laughs> this week, thanks to Macbeth Hardwood, we are giving away a Tajima Japan pole saw. Nailed JPR. It it's a set. It's a $50 value. Nice. Made in Japan. Made in Japan. I just read what Rusty sent me. Yeah. <laughs> so if that sounds weird. It's his fault. I'm going to blame Rusty. Poor Rusty. Love you, Rusty. I don't know who Rusty is, but I'm going to go <laughs> find him and tell him that you said that. <laughs> oh, I'm he'll find him. me. I'm, I hope. He's like, well, hopefully he's hearing You're this. You're screwed, Dunlap. <laughs> so, <laughs> right? we got, oh my gosh, options. We got options galore this week. For for COVID COVID we're writing a lot. Let's <laughs> writing a lot. Let's, let's go down the list, shall we? Should we go top to bottom or bottom to top? I'm, a, I'm more of a power top, so go top. <laughs> Top to bottom. <laughs> All right. There's so option many option number comments. one. Bleep the poop. Nope. All right. <laughs> option number two. Please nuclear, have Reagan in this one. Mucu- nuclear fault. That's so good. Nuclear fault line. <laughs> nuclear fault line. Uh, uh, option number three. This one's a long one, but I really like it. Spindle sander butter churn. <laughs> 
stupid. I love it. Uh, option number four, bird's eye radon. I mean, that <laughs> that's my favorite right there. Bird's eye radon is my option is number my five. I, I expanded a little bit on the bird's eye radon because we've already done a bird's eye. Uh, curly radon maple. Not true. No. Okay. Bird's eye radon. <laughs> Can I get what a about, vote from I the mean, uh, gallery? I've got a couple. You got, do you down. got some? I've got some written down. I mean, we got Micah Montana. That was from the pre-show. That was a I know. So, so I don't know oh, if it's going to be a show title. I feel like that's or really we got the Fresh Prince of Poland. That one's pretty good too. <laughs> say say that one again. I missed it. The Fresh Prince of Poland. <laughs> no, the Fresh Prince of Poland has to be the show, the show title. title. All right, I'll take Episode it. Episode fifty nine with Sarah Listy, the Fresh Prince of Poland. By the way, I, yeah, I'm, I'm honored every time I'm the show title. That's it so has good. Been at least. All right, we're gonna we're gonna go with bird's eye radon. It's uh, it's not I mean, super offensive, and it's pretty funny. I feel like the spindle <laughs> spindle sander butter churn was pretty good, but butter churn. I get it. The bird's eye. Which radon. one do you like, Sarah? You're the I guest. I mean, I'm you gonna tell go us. with the butter because, like, we talked about my affinity and love for butter, my affection. All right, for the natural. But there it I is. Mean, there it is. I'm outvoted. The code phrase. Nope. You, Pete. You're the nope. tiebreaker. No, 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 you're our guest. No, you're no the guest. No, no, no English. No English. No English. No English. No English. <laughs> That's messed up, y'all. The code That's phrase this week, ladies and gentlemen, it is written in stone. It is spindle sander, butter churn. Send that to us in an email at awpgiveaway at gmail.com. And you, my friends, will be entered into this week's Macbeth Hardwood giveaway. So Back to the good. show. Guys, we're, we're an hour and ten in. We got three more questions. Do you want me to skip oh, the my one goodness. that I know for Sarah or do you want to keep going? Sarah, what's your timeline? Uh, I'm good either way. Whatever you okay, want to do. Right, let's go. This next question is from Jevin Cheney. Pronounced Jevin. Nailed like it. Kevin. <laughs> well, hello there, Michael, Daniel, and Peter. This is Jevin hello. Cheney from Cheney Concepts on the Big IG. My question for you all is, knowing what you do now about having a business or running the social media side of things, what is one or more things you wish you would have done differently? Thanks, guys. Sarah. Ooh, that's a good question. I mean. It is. Also, sub-question. Do you do this full-time? I do. I do. I do do this full-time. I'm really lucky. Part of my business strategy, I have a blog as well that I write a lot of like power tool reviews and sort of home improvement tips. A little different than what my Instagram is, where my Instagram is a little bit more of like my day-to-day life, right? Um, What I'm working on, what I'm building, that's, that's every day. Um, the blog is shifts a bit. Um, and so that, that's a big part of strategy from my side, but I also think, what would I do different? Um, I mean, I think you need to break down your goals, right? It's like, so what, what are you trying to do? And then really refine how you plan to get there. Because I feel like some people get into social media and they go all for it, but then the business lacks, right? Or vice versa. They're all about the business and then they've kind of burned the opportunity or not burned it, but you know, like they're starting late to the game when maybe they could have had a bigger following up front and that really propelled their business, if that makes sense, right? Like I feel like there's there's you gotta figure out what you're wanting from this, right? From both sides and decide what's most important and then just how you plan to get there. You know, put yourself I hold yourself accountable if I'm posting X times a week or I'm want this or I want that. I'm trying to get so many sales per month and push yourself to get there. Right. I don't know if that makes sense, but I feel like it's just come up with a plan. Sure, it does. And find a way to execute it that works for you. So that's my answer. I don't know. Pete, what about you? Yeah. 
Uh, no, I I gotta agree with that. It's uh, it's setting goals early on. I think for the first few years of me doing this was just like me messing around in a shop, yeah. and I had no goals, and I had no financial tracking or goals either. That's that was important for me. Um, once I actually started tracking all my finances, it became like a game of like, yeah, well, I want that tool. How do I get it? Because credit card is no longer an option. Like, I want the shop to pay for it. I've got the money, but. I want the shop to pay for it. So it started becoming like a game. I want that tool. I'm going to do these jobs and I'm going to get that thing. And in the beginning, it was just kind of just me having fun and spending money left and right and not really making any money and not really making any good content either. Right. Uh, Just kind of posting whatever with my very poorly lit shop back then. We talked about that in a pre-show. Tune in next week. Right. Um, But yeah, that's like you said, setting goals. And for me, I would add on tracking my finances and my aspirations as far as you you know you're talking about content but maybe even like tracking your sponsors yeah that's something i started doing lately and uh courting my sponsors a little more making Agreed. sure that i do tag them more yeah uh actually reach out to them once in a while tag them in some stories and be uh, honest too so i wish i build had a done re- that from the beginning build a rapport with those brands like build a rapport i think that's important i feel like that's something on our side that maybe people don't realize like i have a personal relationship with every brand that i work with and whoever is working that i work closely with the brand like they're not just people I work with. They're my friends. I care about them. And I feel like when you have that kind of exchange of give and take, and there's, it's just the most amazing situation because when you come up with these wild ideas, which is so important in content creation, right? Um, you know, that support is there. And I, and I think, I mean, you want to work with somebody for like long-term, not just short-term. Don't be short-sighted yes. about it. It's probably a good thing. Like, don't be that person that's like, hi, I'm going to post this ad for, I mean, I don't know, um, this, this cleaner here. When that doesn't fit your vibe, because you're like, oh, I got to check. And you're like, no, no, don't do that. Right. Big picture. Strategy. Strategy. And building relationships is very important, especially early on. I was very bad at it. Yeah. I did not build relationships. I chatted with the brands, but I never formed relationships. That's so important. I'm going to throw it to Mike because that's his main thing. Yeah, he's good at that. To like have relationships not just have connections. Agreed. Uh, agreed. So Mike, it shouldn't just Mike, be about you, like benefits financially or in, in, in tools or whatever. Like it should be, you need them to care about you and you need to care about them, you know? An investment for both sides. Yep. Yes. But like to answer like Jev- Jevin's question about like, how would I have done it differently? I rarely find myself in situations where like I regret, like there's things that are hard yeah. and there's things that suck that happen in your life. But I rarely find myself going, man, I wish I would have done this differently. I don't have a lot of that, and that's not like because I did things so right, but because if you changed it, you wouldn't be in the position you're at now. Yeah. Now, like we all want different things from in different situations. We all have like hopes and dreams and wishes, but like all these things that happened up until this point are what made you what you are. So you can learn a lot from that. So I don't, I don't really like go back and go, man, that was a mistake. But like two years ago, uh, woodworking as a business was not. A thing I was trying to do. Right. It was not. Right. I would just, I'd learned about woodworking like a year before that. And I'd never done woodworking ever. Three years, like over three years ago. I'd never done woodworking. That's crazy. I, I didn't know that about I you. I fell in love. Yeah. And then I fell in love with woodworking and I took every second of free time that I could between my son's naps to play, to get out in the shop and learn that. And then, then I started sharing it a lot on like personal social media, which I'm not big into social media. Well, I mean, at the time I wasn't big into social media. Yeah. And then my wife's like, Hey, I think everyone's kind of getting annoyed with all your sharing of the woodworking. Maybe you should do a social media page. That's how most uh, of which us was I think great. Go, right? Uh, she was, yeah. And so I, 
I started doing that and then I was like, oh, this is really fun. And then that became like a numbers game, not like doing it for the numbers, but like, how can I chase this? Strategy. Okay, it's how, all about strategy. Tweak here? Yeah. Like, what can I tweak here to like, okay, this thing was liked by people. And then you start to find out like what does well, yeah. which no one ever, no one really knows. They're lying when they say they know. No. But you do have like a gut instinct for like what is does better and what does worse. And you can kind of tell. And then it's kind of different for every account. But like in terms of like the business and their social media strategy, like, I absolutely am in love right now with building a business. Yeah. I love building my business right now, and I'm so excited about the potential of that. I really like working with the brands that I work with, and they've been very supportive. And uh, I don't really want to work with too many more brands because you start – we were talking about this earlier. I don't want to get stretched very thin. It's already kind of hard to meet – like right now, I can't meet – any deadlines. Yeah. I have like five things planned over the next two months for content. Uh, and I, that's all I can do right now. Cause I am, I am in a really crazy spot right now with my life. So just being able to balance time for, br- well, if you're going to work with brands, which totally not important, if that's something you want to do, that's yeah, great. 100%. It does not have like, if you if that, don't feel any pressure to work with brands <laughs> or, influence or create right. content or whatever that's that's just a separate thing so like there's no pressure for that that's not right or wrong or whatever it's just something that we happen to have done but um i don't really like look back at it and go oh man i wish i'd done this because it's just <laughs> not i mean for me honestly like i've been pretty fortunate with my instagram life it's gone really well i've grown pretty yeah. quickly on instagram and the following has gone well so i don't really regret any of that I do wish I had done YouTube earlier on. True, um, true that. I'm suffering. I'm suffering hard right now on that because I am. I can't. I'm really struggling to make time for for YouTube, and that really is where I want to grow the most right now. And I just can't. I just don't have time. Like right now, the priority for me is to land on my feet with my business and to properly exit my family's business, which is complicated. Yeah, that's it's hard. very complicated because it's a it's a big business. So. Um, there's a lot to that. So for me right now, it's like the excitement of starting a business. I do not want to fall behind on my content. And the most important thing is my family. Yeah. So I want to make sure my family doesn't lose time. You know, I have a lot of commitments. Um, and my wife is incredibly supportive. And my son is, he's a great guy. I love him so much. And he like comes, comes in the shop with me. And like, I want to create my business so that I have more time for them. Oh, 100%. And right now we're in this like we're in this like really tough patch where like I literally don't see anyone right now. Like I'm working I get up at 6 or 7 and I work till 1 or 2 in the morning every night. <clears throat> and it's between my job and with and and then there's like 4 hours with my family in between there, but it's really a tough patch. So what I'm trying to get to in a very long-winded <laughs> way is understand what your goals are, like Sarah said. And, and I mean, we're all probably going to say the same thing. Understand what your goals are, what is important, what you're willing to sacrifice, and what you're not willing to sacrifice to get to that. <clears throat> yep, yep. And that goes into working with brands too. Like if you want to work with a brand, what's your goal? Yeah. If the answer is I want this free thing, you probably should wait a while before you work with brands uh, because that's going to blow up in your face. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. If your whole goal for working with brands is to get something for free, it's not going to work. Yeah. You're going to find yourself selling out really quick. A hundred percent. Control yourself and understand. You need to control yourself and understand that, like, you need to stay on brand with yourself, and you need to you need to want 
to create a relationship. And we say that all the time on the show, like for people, like if you want to work with a brand, create a relationship, that's the only way it's going to work. Yeah, that's just, just prioritize and set things up what you really want to do. And then understand that like sometimes the things you really want won't just necessarily happen because you want it to happen. Agreed. So you got to plan for that. You got to plan for that to not happen. Well. Dan, sorry. Long end. Can I throw something out there real quick? I don't have. Yeah, go ahead, Okay, so something I like that you said, and this is like, kind of goes back to what I was saying about relationships, right? Another thing I think that separates certain people in this space from others is their relationships with their followers, right? So you mentioned like, don't sell out. But see, that's part of like, and I kind of said the same thing about like, don't post about a cleaner if that's not what you're posting about. Like, that's inauthentic. Um, But you should genuinely care about every person that's following you too. Like, you should genuinely value their feedback. Um, And it doesn't mean you always have to follow it, right? But you should, as a person, respect that there's that relationship there. And, you know, these people are not numbers. You can't treat them that way, right? I don't know. I feel like that's a little bit of a... Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of like of two minds of it because like on one hand, I totally agree. Like stay on brand, stay on brand. But then you look at like, I mean, I really respect, you know, Four Eyes and he does Squarespace ads in his YouTube videos and it doesn't bug me. No. Or like underwear commercials or like eyeglasses commercials. And I'm like, I'm not like that. That isn't on brand, but on and but I'm not like that's a, that doesn't like as a person who consumes his content. Yeah. And I don't consume a whole lot of content. For me, I'm like, that doesn't bug me because he's like pushing glasses or whatever. But it's kind of a weird balance because, I mean, it's yeah, it's hard to it's balance. So weird. That. Like, I think once you've I mean, once you I develop just, the relationship, you can you can step out of the space a bit, right? But I think it's yeah. like, I don't know. I mean, there's people, there's exceptions to it. I, I, I think at that point, people come there for you, right? That's I guess that's what I was, I was like. The, how am I saying this? I'm not the gonna, project yeah. always. Yeah. Because at that point, you're not like niching like. Oh, I'm going to repair this particular tool with this right, whatever. Right. It's hey, today I decided to build this table. Um stay tuned and this is brought to you by World of Tanks. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, I, I think like when you're a content consumer, you know, and I've talked about how like as I've done more content creation, I've consumed less and less content. Like we started doing the podcast, me and Dan and Pete talk about this all the time. We started doing the podcast. As a result, I used to listen to podcasts all the time. Yeah. I almost never listen to podcasts. That's now. how we all I like, think everybody I don't know what gets like, like that, right? You get burnout. Like, it kind of shifted, but yeah. yeah, but like I mean, I think what's the first thing we fall in love with when we find a new content creator? A content. Yeah. We find like there's a piece of content True. that we go, oh that was really dope. Like that was really well made. That really spoke to me on some level. I just had this happen yesterday. Some guy, he was restoring uh, Stanley number 35 transitional plane. I just happened to have one. I Googled it and the guy's video was amazing. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh. And then he's, I've come to find out the video is four years old. He stopped making videos two years ago and I was super bummed out. Oh, that is a so bummer. Like, but like, I was like, I started, yeah. I started going down a rabbit hole. Like it's, he's a kind of like a tinkerer maker kind of guy, not necessarily a woodworker. And it's a bunch of restoration videos. And I was like, man, the style is incredible. It was just really great. Um, and it got me that one part that I grabbed onto got me interested in this care, this guy. And I started watching like five, six of his videos while I was at work. And I was like, man, I really want to know about more about the stuff. And then, like I said, I found out that he doesn't even make videos anymore. And I'm like, Oh, I'm not going to get invested in this channel now Yeah, because there's no more content for me. I can't, yep. there's no more that's going to keep coming. So, so. good content is important, yeah, but sorry, I think yeah. the excitement, enthusiasm <laughs> towards it makes a big difference. It's for the person. Right. Yeah. So like, I feel like, right. It's the person. Like, that's a good way to put it. So like, if somebody comes to you, it's not necessarily just what you're doing. It's also how you're approaching it, how your attitude is towards it, how you're, I mean, people know when somebody's invested in what they're doing and, and you get excited if you're excited, if I'm excited, right? Like vice versa. Like if I right. see somebody really passionate, excited about what they're doing, whether I'm 
is whether it's in woodworking or something completely unrelated. I agree with right. that. That like that's that's a huge part of it. Passion is the yeah. thing. We talk me and Dan, we talk about passion's we talk everything, about right? Personality being such a big part. Like some people who don't make it, they just don't necessarily have that outgoing personality that people can latch on to. Yeah. And you don't want to ever be the person to tell them that. Right. You can't it's yeah. like that be you don't want to be like, hey, the reason you're not successful is because you're kind of boring. Um, but that, that's an, that's an issue with people. I mean, sometimes you're like, it's like, man, the, your content quality is fantastic, but man, it's just kind of like, yeah. Or if they're doing it just for the numbers, it's hard to latch onto the person. Like, don't be the person that's just like jumps on the the epoxy pour train, right? Like let's, that's a perfect example, right? Everybody was doing rubber tables a few years ago and then it was like, everybody was doing it. (laughs) I mean, no, we're all still doing it. And I love doing, I love a good river pour too. (laughs) But do you see what I'm saying? Like, there's a point where you're like, Hey, don't like. Make sure what you're doing, you're excited about. Anyway, I don't know. Don't do it because someone else got successful. Yeah, like that's what I, yeah. Do it because you yeah. want to. Make it yours. And you want yeah. to be relatable. Yeah. Like the most relatable person I know is Dan Dunlap. Oh. Because like that transition. I know. I want to hear what Dan has to say. I'm sorry. I was because yeah, like, he's like hanging in there. I'm, I'm like, so I forgot sorry. What the, uh, I forgot what the original question was. Dan, knowing <laughs> what you know now, how would you do things differently, you know, back in oh, the yeah, day that's right. of uh, your... Uh, 1995 year of our Lord when you started doing woodworking. Ditto. (laughs) That's it. Ditto. (laughs) Well said. No, No, I mean, they, they covered everything. They covered everything. I would say, you know, I, I would set goals for sure. Um, I definitely need better goals in my life. However, I'm of the mindset that I don't like to look back and, and think about, gosh, what if? Yeah. Because there's really nothing you can do about it. And, to be perfectly honest, I'm very happy with where I'm at. And if you change one little thing, it might have the butterfly effect butterfly and change effect. everything. That's good. Like, I'm very happy with Next my life. Next thing you know, you're living in New Jersey covered <laughs> in radon. Right? <laughs> so oh my God. I don't like to think about what, what I would change because, you know, I could go back and look at sort all sorts of things and, and change my life. But yeah. then I wouldn't be where I'm at now. So I agree. I, I think that's, that's a no smart good, way to so. put it. Living like regrets, like mistakes should teach you, right? No regrets. Yeah, no regrets. That nice, <laughs> nice, nice. That would be so funny if you really had that. Like, I That's would be my, uh, dying. If I had that on there, that'd be so good. I would be oh dying. God, so well played. Well played. I'm going to get it, like, right here. Con. Next time you guys have me on, I'm just going to put it right here. Because there'll be a point where I can just be like, hey, you know, come on. Come on, ink here. Or the, like, no rag. Oh, yeah, yeah. That would be even cooler, right? Right here on my biceps. I've got a little muscle there. It'd be something. But, but backwards so it looks right in stories. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. That's a good point. I feel like. Anyway, that's my short answer for the long question. I'm taking a picture of All right, we got two more. Right we got one from. We got one from Lee, and we got one from. Uh, yeah, I think the Lee one's going to be pretty quick. Let's get this Lee one real quick. Let's go. Lee. Hey guys, it's Lee at Regal Street Woodshop. I got a new table saw recently, so I was wondering, what's your favorite jig or attachment for your table saw? Look forward to hearing what you guys got. Quick round robin. Pete, favorite table saw jig. All right, uh, I'm going to recommend two. First one, you you got a saw stop, right? Got to get a hot dog cutting jig. That's all I'm saying. You got to get a hot dog cutting jig. <laughs> Those are nice. All the rage and all the trade well shows. <laughs> Uh, the other one, I'm going to go a little left field. I'm going to go, uh, 45 miter or picture frame jig as you're commonly known. I think that is just a really good thing to have, um, and really take the time to dial it in. Right. You're going to be happy forever. Dan, what about you? Uh, well, I, I feel like everybody's going to say crosscut sled, but you didn't say that. So that's weird. Um, I would say 
my table saw caddy that hooks to the fence and my uh, router table fence. I had to think about the words there. Router, router table fence that hooks to my fence. You know. That's really He amazing. actually was inquiring yeah. about that. He was actually very interested in that. We were talking about it. Yeah. Okay, so I Mike? would say that... Uh, oh. No. No, sir, go ahead. Go Ladies ahead, sir. <laughs> oh, my God. Ladies third. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, y'all go first. I'll, 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 I'm going to catch up. <laughs> No, Sarah, no, go no. ahead. Oh Sarah, my God, that's, so I, that's so funny. I was like, just, I got distracted. I just tagged y'all in a story, so that's my excuse. Um, sorry about that. So I would definitely say like a miter sled, crosscut sled combination. I use those all the time. But I also feel like recently I checked out that hexagon cutting jig. It's like a, I can't remember the name. It's like, I don't know why I'm saying this, but it's basically like a... a DIY Montreal. No, no, no. That. So this was like, yeah? Rockler sells it, and it's like this really... You, the the oh. one with the pins, right? Where you like drop the pins and you set it to the... No. Or am I thinking of another one? Oh, never mind. It's like, it just... Ja- uh, Paul Jackman's got one. It's like a, uh, it's like a really cool thing, because if you ever have like a set, like say I was doing, like when I did the hexagons, right? Like you can basically tell it how many sides you want on the shape, and it'll automatically calibrate the cross cut sled to really? it. Really? Which is... Oddly, like I didn't think I was going to think it was that cool, but it was really cool and it worked like flawlessly. So it was, that one was worth it. I feel like that was cool. But I mean, miter sleds like it. Duh. Anyway, sorry about that. But. Yeah. I mean, I find myself not, I was going to say crosscut sled, but I really don't use it anymore because I have a, ta- a track saw. Ooh. Um, Ooh. Yeah. But, but, Weird uh, flex. it was. Wasn't it meant to be? Flex, flex. Uh, this is. I have two track saws. Uh, I but have the, two track saws. <laughs> no. I know. coffee. <laughs> I love me no, a track the, saw. Uh, oh, man, they're great. So good. They're great. No. Uh, <laughs> Sarah. Um, <laughs> no. Um, uh I mean, I, I'm still going to say crosscut sled because I use them all the time. I mean, I, I don't really use mine as much, but it's like the only jig I actually have for mine. I actually have like a 45 uh, degree miter attachment for my my yeah. crosscut sled that i use so i mean i'd put everything on there that's crosscut sled for me you know lee jump on that crosscut sled game none of us set a tapering jig and i feel like one of us should have that's another good one. Ah, I have a you just did good i just did congrats See, Boom. i really i answered Boom. third and fifth technically if you wanted to get that uh, uh, uh. i'm full of jokes aren't i uh this this you ready spaghetti I- all right this next <laughs> one is from sean <laughs> Sean Marks, he's got a question for Sarah. What's going on, guys? Sean made with Marks on Instagram, and I had a question for Sarah. So, Sarah, you are a mother, a maker, and you pump out a ton of content. Um, I myself, you know, almost find it that I'm guilty when I go out into the shop. I feel guilty because I don't know if I've balanced my time well enough. So my question to you is, uh, what do you do, if anything, uh, tips and tricks wise to, to kind of balance that time and make sure that, you know, any individual thing that you're doing, um, isn't sacrificed for the other, uh, any input you have would be greatly appreciated. And thanks guys for the great podcast. And Sarah, it was great to hear you on here. Appreciate it. Sarah, you get to go first this time. Okay, good. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. (laughs) 
So I actually think this is like a really cool question. And it's something that I actually surprisingly don't really get very often because I don't include my family life much on Instagram, really for their privacy, to be honest. Um, But I, you know, I have two kids. My son is actually uh, autistic and he has several medical conditions. So there is a lot there that like I, it's just like, this is my world and this is my other world, if that makes sense. Um, and you know, that it's, it's gotten easier as he's gotten older. Uh, but it's obviously, there's a lot, there's just a lot there and that's, you know, it's not a secret for sure, but it's just not something I talk often about because it is a public setting. Right. Um, but honestly, you know, and I have a seven-year-old little girl, she's adorable and crazy and her mama in mini form. It's, it's sometimes the house gets really chaotic. Uh, you know, when it comes to balancing things, like I think, parenting 101 is a you've got to be mentally healthy the shop for me started really as therapy that's how I got back into it um early in my son's diagnosis I like threw myself into it it was this calming thing and then it became something he related with me on and would spend time with me in the shop doing it where there was no need for words there was no need for pressure on therapy there was no you know what I mean like there was it, it took a, a layer of stress it was you time yeah it's time it for you too. us and we just got to hang out and it was just our thing and he is a you know, he's fascinated by this stuff. So I think it's, that's cool. Obviously that's changed as the kids have gotten older. Um, you know, I, I'm lucky lifestyle wise that I'll walk out and my kids will be jumping on the trampoline or riding their bikes. We have a long driveway and living on property helps too. There's lots of stuff for them to do outside. So when I'm in the shop, they're kind of playing, but family's first. So like when stuff is going on, when my kids are out of school, you know, my kids, kids are always going to be first. You know, I, I tend to make up content then when my husband's home. Um, and, you know, after they go to bed at night, you'll see me in the summer in the shop late at night a lot more because that's just when life allows. Um, you know, I, I don't know. With parenting, you're like never going to get it all done right. With business, you could always work more. That's It's very hard to ever find uh, a perfect balance of when you're doing enough in every area. And I think you just have to learn to accept the give and take of that. And also, you know, kind of be easy on yourself with it. Like the reality is you're one person, Right. And there's only so much you can do and you can work really hard and and be the best parent you can be and just take it a day at a time and accept when things come up, when hurdles happen. It's hard. Like when my kids are out of school, I mean, I work from home. So, you know, I, they're home with me, right? Like my husband's not going to call into work for that. And this, in that, in that case, the situation doesn't make sense for us. Right. Um, and so, you know, I, I'm just lucky to have the flexibility. I create content to save when I have a raining day and have stuff going on that I can't create something fresh and accept when those days just where stuff's not going right. You just have something kind of waiting to post on. I call the rainy days, but it's not really that it's rainy, right? It's just when life is getting in the way. Um, I mean, I don't, I think it's everything. Everybody's going through that in one way or another. You just got to do the best you can do with what you got. And, and I don't know with kids, nice. like it, it's love first, right? <clears throat> if they know you, they love you and that you're there for them. Try to include them. I try to do that when I can for sure. My, I mean, you're never going to be perfect. No. And you and people like you're never going to be perfect and you can only do the best you can and really the only time you need to be hard on yourself is when you know you're not doing it right. 100%. Like if you're like trying to like do it right and you are just doing everything you can to do it right. You got to find peace in that. That's all you can yeah. do. Yeah, you got to like be like this, this is what I'm doing. There's plenty of people yeah, like, that aren't trying at all. Well, and you have to like, kind of you kind of have to like separate your like, this is where I think ego gets involved, right? Like, we're so uh, – it's always so easy to be like, oh, I should have been more patient. I should have done this longer. I should have taken the extra step. I mean, 
Okay, yeah, you shoulda, coulda, woulda, right? Like people, there's no job that people walk in and don't make mistakes, right? Like that's just not the reality, right? right? And as parents, none of us get it all right all the time. Every kid's different. Every situation's different. Life is what it is. All you can do is top your your last best, right? Keep pushing yourself to do better. And if you did the best you could, I think that's a perfect point. That's, that. it seems like you're reaching the goal then, right? Yeah. Yep. I mean, hey. yeah. Huge shout out to you guys, the three of you, <laughs> parents and makers and jobs and everything on top of that. Like, hey, I, I don't have any kids yet, so I, I can't even relate. But the fact that I have a hard enough time managing myself, let alone other humans and yeah. pets and yeah. all that stuff, keeping them alive while also making content. So shout out to you guys. So my son, sometimes he'll say, Dad, you work so hard. I'm so proud of you. And it makes me, it warms my heart. Oh, that would yeah. be And sometimes day. he'll say, Dad. You're working too much, and that hurt. It makes me sad. Yeah. Oh. So that's when I go. Okay, I need to like make time. Like I need to make time for him. Like so, you know. Kids are so honest that way, right? And it's yeah. it's perspective. Well, sometimes, sometimes my kids say, "Dad, why don't you go out in the shop? You're annoying." <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that's like the cool part, though, right? Like is like, I think it's a lot of it. That's perspective. Like kids are amazingly forgiving. And I and tolerant and patient and I think as long as and resilient. Well, and they know if you love what you're doing and if you're passionate about what you're doing and if you're excited about what you're doing. Like I think my kids are like when I get something right in the shop and they get to see me be really excited about it. I think they get like beyond pumped. Yeah. You know. So I feel like that's mm-hmm. try to find those moments and hold on to them. You know. They feed on yeah, that energy, like, whatever the positive or negative hold is. Hold that. So. Hold that in because it, it is easy to get to second guess if you're not doing enough in one way or another. I mean that's God. That's freaking every day for me. I'm so hypercritical. It's okay, ridiculous. Li- listen, this is way too long. I know. I that's cut out yeah, most of this. This is way too long. What in the world? We just talked <laughs> we gotta, and We got to get out of this thing. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I know, right? What the heck? Pete, kind of what we do around here. You're like, I'm never sure. inviting Sarah again, ever. That was Sarah, not Sarah. We'll see you next it time. Was <laughs> a very specific undertone, but we didn't oh, say God. it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, did I make him mad? And I was like, that was well played. That huh. was a good one. No. Joke's on everyone. <laughs> Sarah's just going to be a regular now yes. every week. I, I knew it. I knew it. This was my interview, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, thank They're going to so get rid of me, I think. And was that dead? You're- I think you're getting rid of me and you're going to bring on Sarah. Uh, no, 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 that's what's happening. What are you talking it? about? What? Uh, no. We uh, needed like, another chatty Kathy. We actually were going to get awesome. rid of Mike. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Cutting Mike out. You're the new Mike. Yes. Congrats. No. Micah Montana is out. Mike and Montana is Micah out. Montana. They don't have Wi-Fi there, right? No, I'm kidding. That wasn't that wasn't serious, guys. It was a joke. It was, <laughs> oh, God. It was they got like the dialogue. All your hate letters can go to Sarah at Two Girls Garage. This this stream is brought to you in part by Internet Corn. So, anyways, Sarah, thank you so much for joining us. This was absolutely amazing. Uh, we ran long because this was just it was so a great fun. episode. So thank guys. you guys this for having great me. Great episode. Uh, yeah, Dan didn't even get to ask you any of the questions he prepared. Real bummer. Mm. What? But next time. You can no, do it tomorrow. I, I never Dan. have questions. That's a joke. Oh, and everyone, make sure to check out. I'm serious about the butter thing, though, Sarah. Oh, uh, you better serious. send me a message before you go live. I'm on it. I'm absolutely doing I'm it. it. I'm going to go to the store. I'm doing the things. That's so good. Doing the thing. Well, I'll just after, uh, after get you in nap. on a live. I love it. So, <laughs> you Sarah, what's the alone. best places to check you out at? Uh, where can everyone find oh, you? Oh, definitely on Instagram uh, at Tool Girls Garage. I mean, I'm on Facebook, TikTok, everything. But uh, also, my website is www.toolgirlsgarage.com. 
That's like my Ooh, announcer voice. Do we have to Very use good. the www? I mean, so, maybe not. You can probably just put two HTTP. Yeah, I was like, do I have to say this? Colon slash backslash backslash. Colon forward slash forward. Is it forward or backslash? See, I don't know. A good point. Who even knows? Or it's such a controversial topic. I don't know. I don't even As someone who works it. in IT, I don't know. I, I, right. <laughs> but, and then uh, make sure to check all of us out over on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, MySpace, uh, MySpace. Only Dance, all the good stuff. Yeah, that's right. Friendster. <laughs> Friendster. I mean, the yeah. AWP AOL chat room. This got, this got um, real, real fast. <laughs> yeah and check us out on etsy where you can help support us and if you want to help support the show as a whole make sure to check us out on patreon.com slash another woodshop podcast where you get a awesome behind the scenes content early access to the episode this will drop uh mike when uh, for the drop? patrons i'll have it out tomorrow hey which is which a is wednesday, wednesday. 421 yep and i will have the pre-show and the video out it's either tomorrow day. night or the day after so hey that's super early access you're welcome. Uh, Dan actually brought up a good point. If we keep going earlier and earlier, we'll just be a week ahead. That's true. Right. On the schedule. That's, yeah, true. That's the plan. Well, Sarah, thank you for joining us. Yeah. Guys, thank you for joining me and Sarah. Thanks for Sarah having and us. And make sure to leave <laughs> a review. Thanks for having, Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I slipped up there, didn't I? <laughs> Thanks for having me. Oh, no. no, thanks for thanks for coming on the show. That was really great. This is a blast. Thank you, Pastor. All right, let's get down here. Close this thing out. Bye, bye, bye. Love you, bye. Bye. Love you, long time. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye, bye.